Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Paper Route. Welcome back to Paper Route 2. Myself, Brandon Marshall. I've been off a couple days. We've had uh, Bailey Jackson come in to guest host and try out Paper Route, open seat. Uh, Brandon Flowers has been in all week. We got BC in the booth. We got Andrew out west. And so welcome back to you guys because it's Thursday. And welcome back to me. Guys, a lot of big news. Before I get into uh, exchanging the pleasantries, let's get into uh, some of the big news, right? Um, Nick Sariani. Is it big news or not? Nick Sariani's coming back to the Eagles. A lot of people are pissed off that Nick Sariani <laughs> is coming back to the Eagles. Mike McCarthy, let's go down to Dallas, but stay in the division. Mike McCarthy, he's coming back for his last year of his deal in Dallas. There's a lot of pissed off people in Dallas. Some people wanted uh, Jerry Jones to move on. I mean, this has been a story since they hired Mike McCarthy. And there's some other big news, guys. Like the last two days I've been traveling. I was in Cincinnati uh, with T. Higgins. Now we're in Denver um, with Patrick Sertan or making our way to Denver. We're in Vail right now. I'm snowboarding. And so I open up the athletic today. And I see the news of Mike McCarthy returning. Okay, cool. But there's some other interesting news here. But then once I just throw it out there, uh, I'll throw it back to you guys. But Jim Irsay treated after a suspected overdose. What the hell? Now, I I don't have a subscription to The Athletic, but I do get the alerts. And his Colts owner, Jim Irsay, was found unresponsive and struggling to breathe last month at his home in Indiana due to what was uh, what police logged as a suspected overdose. And it goes on for maybe a couple other sentences. And then it says to read more, please subscribe. No athletic. I'm not subscribing because I'm not a huge article reader. Uh, Giddy won't face charges after police investigation. Basketball player, OKC Thunder. Uh, we heard about that situation. So that's interesting. More, more, more stuff is going to come out there. Uh, Ravens tight end Andrew practices. Uh, he could return versus the Texans. Do they need him? And there's so much more news. But Andrew, BC, how the hell are you guys? Big news all over the place. Are you guys good? Oh, yeah. I'm good. And they're just taking it all in. Pause. But yeah, just pause. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Just don't think about it. Take BC. it back. Let's start over. Let's start over. Let's start over. <laughs> Guys, how are you doing? BC, how are you? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm doing awesome. Everything's great, man. Everything's just totally, you know, awesome. Hey, man, I'm doing awesome as well. That is a lot of news <laughs> to take in. Oh, my gosh, man. Brandon Marshall here, BC in the booth, Andrew out west, Faction Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 103. We freaking love you guys. Uh, Andrew, you good, bro? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, bro. Okay. I love starting right, the show today, with bro? some Let's laughs. just jump into it so we can get through this show because there's so much we can talk about. Not sure if we're going to get to it all. But what the, all right. what's the what's the big news on your table right now? Right now, B, the big news on my table is Aaron Rodgers' apprentice turned master in Green Bay. Jordan Love is on fire and just finished torching the Cowboys' defense for close to 50 points last weekend. 
So yeah. now he's facing the best team in the NFC, which is the Niners, and the star of the Niners, or one of, uh, Nick Bosa had a very interesting way of comparing Love to Rodgers. Bosa actually said, Love is a QB that does exactly what he is coached to do. And Aaron Rodgers is kind of like a Hall of Famer and unbelievable, but he kind of went outside the realm of coaching. Sometimes it's good to have a guy who does what he is coached to do. So, B, do you agree with this comparison by Bosa? Yeah, I do. And, and I think, uh, and I know why we're talking about it and we're having this conversation and why some people uh, in the sports world, Twitter world, uh, is bringing this up. Uh, but there was no shots. I don't think there was no shots at Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, you know, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Um, now, I do think that, you know, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers, like, wasted so much time there. Like, for Aaron Rodgers to only have one ring, that is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't think Nick Bosa is going that deep. But we're talking about one of the greatest uh, players that we've ever seen in the National Football League. And, and that's how we think about it sometimes. Like, you know, we just need a guy to come in sometimes like a Jordan Love. And it's just like, bro, just do your job. Right. Like, you know, the, 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 the scheme, the system, it works. You have, you know, the players you need around you. If you just do your job, we're going to be in position. Um, but I, I, I will push back just a little bit, uh, Andrew. Um, because if you watch that game and you talked about it, you know, I mean, they routed the Dallas Cowboys and they've been rolling the last seven, eight games. Like he's one of the best quarterbacks when you look at, you know, the last seven, eight weeks of football. And he's a superstar. He's a superstar. He's not just a, a manager of a game of a football team. Um, he's not just an average quarterback. This kid has the makings to be a superstar. And I'm looking at just the, the way he throws the ball. And, and a lot of it's like Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, you know, the way they throw off their hip, you know, off the opposite foot, you know, they practice that. You know, I've I've had like uh, Brent Huntley, if I said his name correctly, like we had him, <clears throat> I think I had him uh, with the New York Jets and also with the Seattle Seahawks. He was one of our backup quarterbacks. And I, I was like, bro, like, why are you trying to throw like Aaron Rodgers? Like, that's, there's only one Aaron Rodgers. But apparently, like, they teach that. And so you see this kid, you know, boot left to the opposite, you know, side of his throwing arm, flip his hips, be on one leg, the opposite leg, and toss the ball just effortlessly down the field. It's beautiful. This kid's a superstar, so you can see it. Now, what will he, what will he do with it? You know, we'll see. Well, so, well let me ask you. Um, are you are you already willing to bet that Love will actually win a Super Bowl with, while he spends his time in Green Bay? Ah, ah, like what are we doing here? Why are you asking me that question? Am I willing to bet that Love will win a Super Bowl? I mean, the kid just had his first playoff game. I mean, before this year, he he, he what he had like six starts, if that. Like BC, like you don't even have to fact check that. Like that, and he didn't even have like this huge career before he got to. Uh, uh, the NFL. Now he, he definitely played big, but he wasn't like he was a four year starter. I don't believe, right? So I, like, I mean, we're, I now, guess now we want to start a conversation like this kid winning the Super Bowl. Well, he ain't gonna win the Super Bowl this year. You think he's gonna beat sure. the Forty ers Nope, nope. 
And if he does, and if he does make it, you think he's going to beat Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? Nope. Nah. I I, right. I think I think everybody should enjoy, especially Green Bay. Everybody at Appleton, Wisconsin, needs to just enjoy the fact that they struck gold yet again. Trifecta. You go from franchise quarterback to franchise quarterback to franchise quarterback. And you have some organizations that's been sitting here selling their souls for a quarterback. Like, there's some franchise literally haven't had a guy that can win 10 games in a season for 20 years. And so if I'm in Appleton, Wisconsin, I'm super excited about having Jordan Love because there was a lot of question marks going into this year. So to answer your question, Andrew, I am not willing to bet that this kid wins the Super Bowl at I all. I disagree, man. If I was a cheesehead, honestly, bro, like I feel like I would have all the highest hope because I've had 20, 30 years of great luck with QBs. You get what <clears> I'm saying? Like, like the same way you could say Pittsburgh has had great luck with head coaches. Right. Just continuously. So, like, if they have the right system, I'm going in to Jordan Love next uh, next year when Jordan Love plays because I really don't believe he's going to win anything this year. But when he plays next year, I would go into that season assuming that he's got a chance. Right, right. But here's the thing, man. This could be uh, an interesting year, and we talked about this all year. <clears throat> um, and it's showing to be true. Uh so far in the playoffs, Baker Mayfield wins. Dallas lose. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles lose. Right? Like, could this be the year of the upset? Right? Like, I mean, 49ers didn't finish the year with any challenges, any problems, any blind spots. Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens didn't finish the year with any challenges, any blind spots. Uh, besides the ass whooping that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens gave them at home. But other than that, like, you know, th they're the real deal. But could it, could, could one of these, you know, Stroud? Stroud. You got Stroud. I would I would give Stroud a chance. <laughs> right, because Stroud. It's potentially, the new era. It's the new era of the young boys. I know. We, it's the new era of the what? VC, what are we say it again? VC, young bulls. Oh my goodness, <laughs> bulls, bulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 not all. <laughs> I think that's a pause. I think that's a pause. Nah, that's some frilly shit. Where it'd be like the young bulls. It's like yeah, the I young bulls. Hear Beanie Seek say not, something like that. Yeah, yeah, they bulls. <laughs> not, not. Not balls. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think y'all 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 tracking with me right now. I think there's a thing like if you know oh, on I certain agree. websites, certain communities, <laughs> bulls. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> BC. We just gonna move right along off that one right there. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm out to hit all day, BC. I'm just letting you know right hey, now. Hey, yo, wait, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Oh, 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 see why I gotta oh. move on. See why I gotta move on. <laughs> oh. Hey, let's let's That's go right back to the top of the show. <laughs> Hold on, you <laughs> see to the top of the you show. See what happens. <laughs> look, 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 look. That all right? I apologize, but I'm still. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> Yo, we got to relax. Facts. Hey, this is the moment, right? When you have this type of moment already, you just be like, yo, Faction Talk, Sirius XM, Channel 103. You like a reset the show. Just reset the show. <laughs> real talk. Real talk. Bring it That's back. It. Bring it back. Oh, man. But yeah, bring let's, let's bring it back to the big news you brought up at the top of the show and get your uh, full reaction on this. What's so, news? We talking about Earth We talking Day? about. Like, what is going on? We talking about McCarthy. Okay, we talking McCarthy. about Big Mike McCarthy. So. We understand that he has at least one more year on his deal, and the Cowboys are not going to get rid of him. So they're going to let him play this deal out. BC already going off. <laughs> so, like, like, let's actually try to expand on this. What do you think this means? Do you think it's another 12-5 and five year and then he just gets eliminated, or do you think there's actual know. hope? Because, I mean, they did look really good this year. It's another waste of time. Waste of time. A waste of see? time. Just like Hold on, so time out, time out, BC, I'm gonna let you go first, but like, I want to hear why is it a waste of time, right? Um, and, and and you said it, bro. You know, a lot of us on camera, off camera, was high on the Cowboys, and you was like, can't trust them. That was your can't trust the Cowboys. That's what you've been saying all year. Can't why? It's fool's gold. Um. Yeah, they just like front runners, man. They 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 get ahead or they get hot. They have a couple of games. You know, Dak, you know, has a couple of games and everybody's ready to like crown them as, oh, is this the year? Why? I America's think team. America's team. Those are just <laughs> mm -hmm. talking points. Like if you really, 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 really just looking at them, then I, to me, and again, I'm just maybe what you would call a casual, you know, observer, but yeah, no, I just I don't see Super Bowl. I hey, see cool. A, I see so a, I see a very good regular season team. I see some potential. I see a lot of talent. I just don't see championship squad going in there beating them. Nah, they don't have it. Okay, okay, cool. So you know, big news of the day: uh, Nick Sirianni uh, is coming back to Philly. A lot of people mm -hmm. are upset there. Mike McCarthy, Andrew, you just teed us up here back in Dallas, right? And so, all right, BC, it's fool's gold. Don't trust the Cowboys. But is it the Cowboys or is it Mike McCarthy, right? Like, because I think the right decision is to bring back Mike McCarthy, right? So is the answer firing him and hiring who, right? It doesn't it's, matter. Because it doesn't so matter, you, so, as The Rock would say. <laughs> oh, see, that's why I love talking. But see, that's what happens when you get too football football on these shows. When yeah. you have too many football players, you get too many analysts like that's been watching at that level for so long. It's like it just it's the same rhetoric. So what you're saying is, just as a football fan, right? Okay, you say casual, right? But I think you're more than a casual guy. You I, watch I it more, but what I mean is, I'm not as you Man, know, I'm not experienced, you know, as you guys as being able, as playing, being around the game. You know what I mean? So I don't have that um perspective. Bruh, oh, let me let me give you a let me tell you a secret here. Ninety percent of these dudes on ESPN and FS1 don't know what the hell they're talking about. And ninety-five percent of these people on these networks, they just find one person that they like to have information, they steal the information, they say the same thing, and then once one person say it, you'll hear it comes out come come out of everybody else's yeah. mouth. 
So, anyways, but I, I say all that to say this though, BC. So are you saying that the Cowboys are just cursed? Is that what it is? <laughs> like sometimes we just got it. Let's let's drop pretty the much. X and nose. I mean, let's much. let's drop the high level football talk. So it doesn't matter. You go get Jim Harbaugh. You go get Bill Belichick. Are you telling me that the Cowboys are still going to be the Cowboys? No, I just no. I think that they have the potential. They just don't have the 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 right people heading the leading the ship. Uh, really, now we like you, you got McCarthy in there. Cool. I don't know how many. I think we went over this the other day. How many years he's been there? Cool. You hang on to to your coaches too long. You hang on to your your quarterbacks too long. Because he believes, and then he goes out and sells it the next season. I believe, so you gotta believe. You know what I mean? Like I got the right. no, bro. Like switch it up, put some new blood in there. You need to either if you're gonna keep that, get another quarterback that maybe has another game plan that can do some things that um, help him succeed, that put him in a place to succeed. So, so it's it's interesting that you said that because when when I saw this and we were talking about the you know going through the running show, Dallas Cowboys come up. Uh, Brian, our producer, you know, he said the same, like, you know, just teed it up. Like, all right, we're going to hit this, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, well, what do you think? And he was like, he thinks the problem is just Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones going out there making too many bad decisions. And now everybody is affected by that. He actually thinks the answer is Jerry Jones getting out the way and Stephen Jones running Mm. the show fully. Mm. Okay. Right. And that's actually interesting, right? Because. When you think about it, like they're playing good football. And when I say good football, like miss me with all the statistics and all the X's and all. It's a really good football team, right? Coach McCarthy, for me, like when you – how many years has he, has he been there? You put him in any other situation, any other franchise, we're not talking about him getting fired. Just the pressure of being a head coach or a quarterback of America's team is just different. So when you take the fan – uh, uh, noise out of the way. You take just the narrative out of the way. Like, this is a really good football team. Now, somebody needs to be held accountable for how they came out. They came out flat. It, it's, they, it's like they were out. They were out coached in a lot of areas. You know what I'm saying? See, but there you go. And being a good football team, but that's is just, good, but, but that's but not you a can't Super make Bowl. a decision off of just that. Like, we're talking about. I'm going over the, the last four years. I'm going off the track record. The four years, you haven't done it. And you had it. And like you said the other day, he's... All right, he, hold on one second. Let me ask you this question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry to cut you off. But I, if you're a Giants fan mm-hmm. in the same division, yes, would you rather have the Dallas Cowboys last four years or the New York Giants last four years? Ah-ha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if we're talking, yeah. If we're talking about dubs and L's, Yes, the, obviously I would want the Cowboys last four years. But guess what? We have the same amount of rings in the last four years. So at the end of the day, there's no, there's really no separation. They don't got a ring. We don't have a ring. And for the Cowboys, their goal and their thing every year is this is the year. We're going to win a championship. Yep. Could this be the year? You was like, oh, this is Dak's Jordan year. He's going to be great in year eight. Like. Nah, I never man. Say Jordan year, but yeah, okay. <laughs> you but did kind of reference that, that, but yeah, you know. But it ain't, it ain't <laughs> Jordan year. It, it ain't, yeah. It's just not that. Like he's not, he, I, he's not that guy. He maybe so he just needs another he, coach. Tom, let's look at it there. this way, uh, mm-hmm. Andrew. This is why I say you stick with uh, Mike McCarthy. All right, 
All right. Giants, y'all would take, y'all would trade wins and losses with the Dallas Cowboys. But then you had a great point. You said, well, they still have the same amount of Super Bowls that we've had over the last couple of years, right? Okay, that's true. But one, two, three. There's 29 other teams that has the same amount of rings as the Dallas Cowboys and the Giants, right? So it's not just the Giants in that same position. It's 20 other not just 29 other teams that have the same argument. So for you, for an owner, if I'm an owner, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm looking at the field, bro. I'm not going out there saying I'm starting all over because we had we didn't win uh with him. I'm looking at does he give me an opportunity to 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 win it? And the answer is yes, because of the the track record of the last four years. Now, when you turn on film. And you see the problems. Now we got to get to it. Can we fix these problems? But I don't think their problems is uh, lack of leadership. I don't think their problems uh, is lack is 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 lack of football. Meaning like the brand of football they play. I just think they had like, and I can't answer this. You know what I'm saying? Like only these guys can really answer this in that locker room because it's something special that happens post game when you know you go and you gather as a team. And there's seventy something people in this team meeting, breaking down his family. It's like, oh shit, this is why we lost. Not all the media talk, but this is why we lost. And so, um, definitely disappointing and embarrassing. But I don't think that Dak Prescott shouldn't get his contract because of that loss, or Mike McCarthy should be fired because I mean, they lost that way. I mean, and, and some stop, might call me crazy. When do we stop making excuses for the Cowboys? Is all I'm saying. Like, when do we start? Holding the the coach Jerry Jones, the coach Dak. Like when are we, who's gonna start saying, all right, now we got to make some changes because this ain't this ain't working. Dak, you we ain't get there with you yet. You supposed to get out there and improvise. Like it's a little bit of his fault too. Like yeah, the play calls might not, but go out there and make some shit happen. Aaron Rodgers went out there, and if it wasn't going his way, I don't know. If, how do, how he would pull a rabbit out of his hat, but he would make some. He would make it happen. Like you right. know, I don't see that with Dak. I don't see oh he's gonna make some magic happen. It's either they need to get up early and get out front in front, so that and then they start playing loose. But get behind early or something like that. They don't got that. They ain't got that I, drive. I'll, I'll put it this way, man. I think is I agree with Brian. I think it's all about uh, Jerry's relationships and. I'll point to his first relationship because he bought the team in 89. We all know that Johnson was his head coach that won uh, back-to-back Super Bowls. Then he had Switzer, and he hasn't seen the same success since, you know? So, like, does it come to mind at all that maybe Jerry just wants puppets for head coaches from you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, I wouldn't say puppets. He's just one of those owners that's hands-on. He definitely understands the game, knows the game uh, more than the Snyders of the world. Although, you know, Snyder sold his team recently, but there's owners out there that just don't know what the hell they're talking about. Um, I, I think it's more so it's like the moves like uh, uh, right before the trade deadline in October. Why didn't you guys go upgrade at the running back position? That is that on Coach McCarthy? And these are the things that we don't know. That Coach McCarthy, when they sat around, Right before the trade deadline, and did he was he the one that said, "You know what, um, we don't need anything. We're good." Is he so the GM? If, 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 if that if that if that's 
how it played out, then he should be held accountable. But if Jerry Jones is the one and and, and continues to be the one that says, nah, we're good, and don't go out there and, and make that right move, that championship move like other guys have done. Like you saw the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens, at the end of the year, what do they do? They go get better because they, they're gearing up for a Super Bowl. They go get Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook asked for a, a release from the New York – from the Jets, right? And boom, they get him. You don't think there was conversation before? Then you don't think on, Lamar probably was involved in that? Like, so what I'm saying is, like, why isn't Jerry making those moves? When the last time we saw Jerry make those moves? It's on Jerry. So then. You're right. So, all right. Yeah. It is on Jerry. So, so, but it's also on Jerry then to also – if he to if he's not going to go out and make those moves for a running back, it's also on him to make the proper decision and be able to pull the cord and say, you know what, we're going to go in a different direction because I'm sure there's other coaches, just like you mentioned, there's like new blood coming through the league now, these new quarterbacks, the coaches are getting younger. Maybe you just need a new young quarterback that can go in there and talk that lingo to these boys in there that's going to go in there and show out and go through like you you got a defense you got a solid team you got cd you got dak you got you you have let's, things right let's do this real quick i don't know how far how far back i'm gonna go right i'm just gonna rattle off the past super bowl winners starting with last year and you guys tell me um if this quarterback was dynamic or just a guy, you know, good quarterback. All right. Mm -hmm. Because I, I, I'm asking this question because, you know, there's only two people that you can look at outside of Jerry Jones. Cause if it's not on Jerry Jones, then what you're saying, BC, young blood quarterback, young blood, you know, play callers, head coaches. Right. So let's start with the quarterback. Right. Cause like maybe it is on Dak Prescott. But let's see if you need a dynamic quarterback to win the Super Bowl. 2023, Kansas City Chiefs. Did they, did they have – they won the Super Bowl last year. Is their guy dynamic? Dynamic. Or is it just a guy? He's a dynamo. He's a dynamo. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes <laughs> a dynamo. Okay, great. All right. The year before, Los Angeles Rams win. When is it? In 2022. Is he dynamic, or is he just a guy, or a good, or a good quarterback? Regular Joe, good quarterback. He's just a good quarterback. You know what? I would say this, right? You know, and this is actually, you know, not playing into, you know, my point, not yet. But I would actually say Matthew Stafford is dynamic, because what you said, BC, is like a guy like shits unfolding. We need a play. Got to have a moment. Can you make that play? Mm -hmm. We've seen Matthew Stafford turn the ball over at the worst times, but we've also seen him make some crazy plays. And he made some crazy plays, um, you know, th those last couple I mean, of games. But you can say that about any QB, right? Like, no. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be a little tough. Well, like, Joe Flacco might be the farthest example from that, right? Like, he'll sit in his no. pocket. Old Tom Brady might sit in his pocket. You don't think so? No, Joe Flacco, you got to look at even when they won the Super Bowl. Obviously, it had a, a, you know, a complete team, and you, you know that defense was was unbelievable. But Joe Flacco made plays. You know, you talk about you know play, you know they call him like playoff P and all these guys that just perform differently in the playoffs. 
No, Joe Flacco is a guy that can be dynamic at times. It's a lot like Eli Manning. Is Eli Manning a guy or is he dynamic? No, Eli Manning is a guy. Yeah, like, I Come playoff that. time, y'all New York Giants football fans. He turns dynamic at times, yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But that's what I was saying. Okay, you could so, almost say that about any uh, quarterback in the league. You want to name uh, a few more of you? Yeah, I'm going to keep, keep going. So then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I think um, we can all agree. Yeah. Like, I think Tom Brady's it. He's yeah, dynamic. That's dynamic. Yeah. That's, yeah. He's dynamic. Kansas City Chiefs, won, they won it again. Played against the San Francisco 49ers. They won 31-20. to 20. Would you call uh, them we DC? Just, we all we all agreed that Patrick Mahomes. What did you call him? Dot. What did you say? Dynamo. Dynamo. <laughs> okay, that so TNT. that's the last four Super Bowls, and then you have damn New England Patriots and the Rams. Patriots, Tom Brady, Dynamo, and Philadelphia Eagles, New England. That was uh, your boy. Um, it wasn't. Uh, Carl went uh Carson Carson Wentz. It was uh God, uh, Nick name? Foles. Nick Foles, good job. Damn, Andrew, you pulled that one. We you, hey. you know some football. You didn't even you didn't even fact check that. You didn't go to nah, Google. He knew who that was. <laughs> he said Nick Foles. You, you know what? Actually, as you bring up Nick Foles, I do have to bring up the current coach, Nick Sirianni. Uh same team. But Ooh, he is going to actually be you back. You saw what he just did? I like that segue. You, see, you I like that? that? I was waiting on you to call Philly. I, like I was waiting on you to call way. Philly. But that like, really good. We got to get your opinion in on this, B. We got Sirianni coming back. We got Jalen coming back. Potential for Jason to come back. Um, I could look up the contracts on, uh, what, Swift, uh, Brown, A.J. Brown. Don't need to. Like, Don't what's your to. thoughts on that? This if they bring gone, back their squad. Listen, only they know why they imploded second half of the season. Straight trash, bro. Like, I don't know if we've ever seen a quicker wash-up in football. Like, go from the most dominant team in football literally for almost two years, and then you hit the second half of this season. I think they were 10 and F and 1. Yeah. And then you lose, what, you go 1 and 6 down the stretch? Yeah, they when that happens, that's all chemistry. That's locker room. That's, that's don't believe in the coaches. That's coaching. Right? Why is he coming back? Yeah, but but so hold on. So that, that's only they know why. So for them to say, okay, we're gonna move forward, because it makes no sense. It really makes no sense to move on from this coach like this. They I mean, they just was in the Super Bowl last year. Look what he's done over the last couple of years. He's done a phenomenal job. Okay, so now we're we're look we're really looking at a half a year. So we're going to fire a guy off of a half a year, right? So to me, internally they probably look at it like, I right, if this was a a locker room thing, you know, a breakdown and just you know the the chemistry of the the entire coaching staff and players, then the question is, can we fix it? Right, like it's like relationships. We talk about it all the time on the show, right? Like you got to work. If this way. was a relationship, your girl, you know, y'all smooth for three years, four years, and then y'all have a, a tough patch, three, four months. You going to dump her off of the three, four months? Are you going? Are you going to go to counseling? Or are you going to try to work on it? What are you going to do? Um, you try to work yeah. on it, but I'm gonna say relationship work on it, but like. <clears throat> this Let me give that, you a scenario. So, like, some people, 
some people take that break and they take advantage of that break. So like they'll move on and don't say nothing, you know, <laughs> until that person find out. So like, let me ask you this, V. If they did move on and Sirianni didn't know, like what coach would you say would fit in that position as far as Philly type of football? But I wouldn't be excited if I'm going to be. I want to answer your question, though, about why I move on from him, though, because he's been there, what, two, three years? Three years. Three years. You got us there. Yes, we we did go to the Super Bowl. I think it's the way of the of the collapse. Like that that fall was that that second half of the season was brutal. Like we got to the Super Bowl, you didn't get us over the hump there. All right, cool. And then you bring us in, we get into the first half of the season, everything is looking good. Like we still that team. But the way the t- especially the way in the teams that they lost to, it wasn't like they was losing games to top notch teams they was losing winnable games games they were supposed it's to understood. be winning yeah even the last game like we're yeah. talking about baker mayfield the yeah Bucks. baker mayfield <laughs> like, like he was wasn't he out the, out of here for a little what not too he long was on like, four teams in the last year last like, year he was on four teams started off what was it uh like i know it was uh carolina carolina then the panthers no, that's the same team. Cleveland. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Wasn't he? In oh, then the uh, Rams. Rams. Then the Rams. And now Tampa. And now Tampa. And, and then obviously Cleveland before four yeah. teams within like, you know, twelve months. Yeah. So you, but, you lost to him. You lost the Giants and the Cardinals. It's like something there. There's a disconnect. So uh, it looks to me like you lost the locker room. I know, but but hold on. This is the thing, though. Baker's a dynamo. Whether in sports or in corporate America, it all starts with people and your team. And when you uh, have a revolving door, it's hard to scale. It's hard to win. So in in sports, it's interesting, right? Because we're talking about a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar industry, multi-million-dollar athlete. So the, the, the pressure in sports is different than corporate America. Like, you know, no, we need your best every single day. And when we don't get that, you know, someone needs to be held accountable. But I truly believe a lot of these teams continue to suck and 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 and, and be terrible because they're always ah oh, this quarterback a, a year, two years wasn't good enough. Bye. This coach ah oh, uh, a year and a half, two years. Bye. Like, come on, you need you need you need to figure this out. You need people. You need to let things develop. So when you go back to the Philadelphia Eagles, let's go back to the, like the story of it. Like you're just going through, you know, uh, BC just this year. I, I'm with you there. Like definitely collapsed, definitely lost against teams. They should have, we thought they should have just routed. Easily beaten. But right. remember Doug Peterson, he wins the Super Bowl, right? Comes back, have a terrible year like this, right? Or two, all right? Forgot some football here, guys. And then they fire him, and they hire this guy. When they hired this guy, Nick Sirianni, he was inheriting a terrible team with no depth, right? So they go get Jalen Hurts. Who is Jalen Hurts? <laughs> no, everybody passed him a couple of times, a couple of rounds, right? Like, right. who's Jalen Hurts? Right. All right? There was no depth at the linebacker position. I don't even know if they had a secondary that – could could line up 
and and stop anybody in the SEC. No playmakers, nothing. Mm-hmm. So they got to go out there. They go get Jalen Hurts. They throw him in there the last six games of the year. He beats the top five defenses. He goes crazy. So they find their quarterback. They get A.J. Brown. They do how he does with how he always does. He turns over his roster, adds all this depth. So it was definitely a collective effort. But let's that was just three years ago. Nick Sirianni did that in his first year. And in the second year, in the Super Bowl. And then now, year three, he starts off 10-1, and one, then they implode. Now we want to fire him? How many, That's crazy. How many, That's crazy. How many seasons ago did Brady leave New England? Three. Was three, it three? Three seasons, right? Belichick's been there 25 years, got all those Super Bowls. <laughs> and three short and three see. short seasons exactly. later, he's out of there. Like they like they don't give a F like <laughs> about none of that shit. <laughs> what have you done for me lately, bro? Hell yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. You know what I'm Look, saying? You would think you would think that BC's the one that played 13 years in the league. The way he talked yeah, about right? the one that's the, the casual. <laughs> like BC, you are ruthless. You want to fire everybody. I'm just, <laughs> like I'm just yo. BC gonna have that revolving door. Just move it along. BC's I mean, the Cleveland Browns. Nah, not the Cleveland Browns. Mm. I just think you know. I, I don't Trash. know. BC want to win right now. That's all it is. You want to win. You want new blood. You want to keep the fire. I just think that once they lost the fire, the Eagles look like they lost the fire. Sirianni, yeah, okay, they lost a lot. Maybe, yeah. he, maybe, maybe you give him a half a season, but then what? You you let him go the whole next season, or do you fire him mid season? And do a coaching change, if if it, mm. if it's not looking good. Same thing with 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 the Cowboys. Jerry Jones, you mad now? You're gonna bring him back. What if next year ends up worse than this year? You're gonna be kicking mm. yourself in the ass. So yeah. then the question is, oh, do we make a midseason coaching change, or you know, then you have that whole thing going on. So I don't know. I think you just um, cut the ties, get somebody new in there. That that somebody established that can handle the the handle the team they have it, but somebody that has to hold Dak more accountable and bring even more out of Dak. Dak's not bad; he's a great quarterback, but clearly he can't get it done. Like first round, not even to the NFC division, not not even to the the conference championships. You got knocked <laughs> out in the wild card, and this was yeah. supposed. To, and you were just in the MVP conversation. So. so- like, come on. I know, he, I know. I up until Lamar went crazy those last four games. Here's what I would say, man. Look, um, I actually like McCarthy. I think he had his best uh, coaching year ever. There's a lot of people that were saying that, you know, threw his name in the hat for coaching of the year, coach of the year. Um, I wouldn't move on from McCarthy. I wouldn't even move on from Dak. But I can see. Um, a scenario where they move on from a Dak Prescott, you know, because of what BC and then there's others out there talking about this and leaning into this, right? It's like, yo, can you, can you go change the outcome of the game? You know, we've seen Brady down 28 to three, right? And it was interesting because I was looking at the, the, the body language when they were down and I saw him like, you know, it's like he was leaning into his mindset. He was positive, you know, they're down three scores and, you know, I don't know what was playing in the background. You know, I'm watching from the crib, and he bouncing, 
and he had a good spirit about him because I've seen a lot of teammates. You know, I was that guy. Like, you know, maybe I was fucking angry or upset too, but it was always like we playing until the very end, right? And but I've seen some guys fold in that situation. So, it, you know, I was paying attention to that. I was like, okay, cool. He that's that's what Brady would do. Brady, the the even Russell Wilson when he was in Seattle those first nine years, it was like they're always fighting to the very end, and so. Um, you're, you're, you know, we've seen Brady overcome 28 to three, um, in a Super Bowl, and it's like, can Dak Prescott really do it? Now, he tried to do it, he had the right mindset, the right attitude, but it didn't happen. They just started pulling farther and farther away. So, I can see a scenario where they're like, yo, why would we go pay Dak top of the market when we know he ain't that? After you know, maybe if, if they can go get, you know, that, and I don't know how to go get that because it's hard, it. go but if it. they try to go wheel and deal in, in the draft and they move up or they do something wild and unexpected, I can see that scenario. That wouldn't be bad. You know, me being Jerry Jones, like, look, I'm 150 years of age. Was that, hold on, before we even move on, because I also want to talk about the scenario. So get me back on track here, Andrew, you know, if, Cause I'm getting off track here, but I, cause I want to talk about, you know, what Philly can do and I can understand if they, if they do it or if they did it. Well, but get, like, get your was last that, statements that, in that, here. That, I actually like wanted AI to imposed? talk about someone was else. That AI, was that AI imposed Jerry Jones crying? Y'all seen that video? Oh of Jerry yeah. Jones yeah. That was, that was, was AI. that real that was or was AI. that fake? Nah, that, that was fake. Was AI. Fake news. Yeah. That's, that's, that was fake. Oh, it would have been, it would have been funny as hell, but it was actually fake tech, but I actually have a real moment, a kind of funny hold moment. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I wanna, you know, I'll you know, be going on these rants talking. I don't care. Colin Cowherd do it. I'll be watching <laughs> Colin Cowherd. He'd be going on these 10-minute, like, pieces. I'd be like, oh, that's amazing. But look. <laughs> so, look, if they moved on from Dak and they went and go get – they went and got somebody, um, I can see that as a good business move. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles moving on from Nick Sirianni, Right and getting the right guy. Cause I know y'all asked, well, who can they bring? What would be the guy? You know, I, I, I don't think that would be a terrible move. Right. But you got to go get an established uh, head coach. You don't go from the super bowl, start this year off 10 and one. All right. Implode second half for sure. But then go get, you know, the next little boy wonder, you know, some no name guy like a McDaniels, like take a shot there. McVeigh, I think you got to go veteran head coach. So obviously the guys on the market, Pete Carroll, um, that could be interesting. Uh, that would, Pete that Carroll. Would be, yeah. yeah, that would yeah, be interesting. Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson 2.0. Mm-hmm. Or I wouldn't say 2.0 because it means like it's better or it's bigger. I would say, you know, second time around. Okay. I could see him. I could see Pete Carroll working with that out Pete there. Pete Carroll in Philly? Yeah, I think you got to go veteran quarter, uh, veteran uh, head coach. I w- I don't think Bill Belichick would want to go there. Um, seems like he has his sights set on uh, the Falcons. He wants a project. That's what they said. Yeah, that's what I I, I read earlier today. He wants a uh, he wants a project. He he would be BC or or paper route insider BC. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Go ahead. What, 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 what are you hearing on the streets, insider? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's that's basically all I heard. But yeah, that he wants to, he's in, would be interested in doing taking a project. Wow, what you say that? What uh, you mean? Wasn't the Patriots the project the last three years? We saw how that turned yeah, out. Yeah, no he had full he's, control. He's, 
Yeah, he did. He did. But I, maybe it's something a little different. New you know, you got some new, new, uh, some new energy in the building. Maybe he wants to see try his hand with like a young, fresh quarterback. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Um, <laughs> nah. Basically, the last three years. Mac Jones. Right. <laughs> nah, he don't need no project. He don't need no project. <laughs> he he wanted- need to take his ass. Man, he, he don't need no project, bro. Well, well, let's actually talk about the former uh, Patriots head coach uh, moving into something that happened recently with uh, the new head coach, Jared Mayo, as he was being introduced by Robert Kraft. Um, he actually didn't pronounce his son's name correct, but let's show you what, what we actually have. Sure, right? Shamar. <laughs> I'll get it right. I'll get it right. Get it right. Well, we'll have to. No, it's all right. It's one of those black names. I'll help you with that. <laughs> well, Stacy told me you was exactly. an expert. Exactly. Right? You know, he goes right by the book here. So, B, <laughs> uncomfortable, not uncomfortable? Like, what do you think? Uh, no, I kind of like the way it, Robert it Kraft handled listen, himself. He called out it, Stacy. Yeah, it's an uncomfortable situation, but you look, they have that Mayo and him have that relationship going back to when he drafted Mayo. So Mayo made it uncomfortable. He made a, a uncomfortable situation comfortable by doing that way. And we've all been in uh, situations with friends or loved ones where they said the dumbest thing, and we're you know we. You're like let, let, let us ease this up a little he bit. Like he you feel me? So like you saying. he looked like he was about yeah, to so, get fired just as quick as he got hired. <laughs> no, that's their relationship. You got to think about it, man. And this actually is it's feel like a, a special moment, man. But they won Super Bowls together as owner and player, mm-hmm. and now he goes out there and he hires him, right? And and I mean, you got to think about like, is this because? Uh, D'Amico Ryans had success, right? D'Amico Ryans was drafted, I believe, 2010 by the Houston Texans, right? Made his way to the San Francisco 49ers as a defensive coordinator and had a lot of success there. And boom, he goes to Houston, turns around his franchise in literally eight months, bro. The the story I was just talking about, the Philadelphia Eagles, that's the Houston Texans this year. You go have that type of success – Defense of mine, young. I hear you, BC. With that blood, the young, <laughs> with blood. That young blood you know is coming yeah. in the league right now. Yeah. So, so now I'm I'm looking at this, and it's like a special moment because you've seen this in the NBA, but not really in the NFL, where you see these former players getting these type of gigs this fast, right? And so this is beautiful. A lot of these uh, guys that get these gigs are former quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks, right? And they've been around a long time. And so this is special. You see D'Amico Ryans, and now you see him. And so, like, this is a lighthearted moment. And uh, it, it just shows their chemistry and, and their partnership already. This is what you want. And this is probably why he leaned this way, because it's like, yo, he, he's probably going to bring somebody in that has that, you know, Patriot way. Was that it going to be Vrabel? Yeah. Was it going to be Mike, uh, Josh McDaniels, which would have been ridiculous? Nah, right? Think, but I he think, goes with this guy. I think and it shows in a press conference. But, let me ask you this, because like I'm looking at um, D'Amico Ryan's right. He at least started as a DC, didn't start right at head coach. What's your thoughts on that? Like just going right to the top of the team like that. 
from the uh, uh, defensive coordinator to head coach? Well, that's what D'Amico Ryans did. He started in uh, San Francisco for two years as D- D.C., and then he became the head coach in 2023 of Houston. And uh, right. I'm, but Mayo was on the coaching staff too, though, right? He was defensive coordinator. Was yeah. he? Yeah, he got pre- the same promoted. Thing. Yeah, he was the same thing. He was on the he was on the coaching staff. Sorry guys, see, I didn't see that. You go out there, you go out there and what was that name he pulled out Nick Foles without looking at his notes. You know, and we're like, <laughs> "Whoa, Andrew, where the hell you get this information from?" And now you do this, Andrew. Um, I you think do this. I see a little shift in the league as far as the coaches like Kraft, he's got his finger on the pulse because that was quick he went and got him a nice young black quarterback you know what I mean to carry on the Patriot way and all that stuff maybe Jerry needs to do that too go get him (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean and just bring it bring it in because before it was like oh you know we I, I know when when Belichick stepped down and it was like, oh, they haven't had to look for a wall coach. on wall on wall on wall on. I'm sorry. Go on, go on. Uh, hey, I, I'm going to give my credibility card away. I apologize, Andrew. What's up? Andrew is correct. Gerard Mayo, Wikipedia. As a player, New England Patriots, 2008 to 2015. Won a few Super Bowls in that span. I played against them. Very good player. Very smart player. Savvy player. But if you can beat him with speed, you win. <laughs> As a coach. As a coach. New England Patriots. He didn't go anywhere. Kept the same house. Had the same route. Didn't go. Didn't do what the Miko Ryans did. Had to go all the way to the Bay. No, he stayed right there in Foxborough. 2019 and 2023. And this is why I got to apologize to Andrew Woohoo. Because he was an inside linebackers coach. Oh, okay. it doesn't say defensive coordinator here. Brian, can we get a fact check here? But he's because on I just but he's threw on my man on the bus, huh? But he was, yeah. On the but that's staff. a big deal, though. With, that goes back to what Andrew said, like going from linebackers coach to head coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just seems like an like excessive big, jump for me. Jump. Yeah, that, that's not that, normal. Though. That's yeah. not normal. It's it has no relationships. Sure. It's no relationships, but also I craft. Kraft been hanging around Meek Mill and them boys. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what's going on. Kraft been out there on the white parties. He chilling. He know. He's over there at the Rock Nation brunches. He's like, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I need some of that on my in my staff. I, I need some of that on this thing when when Bill out of there. <laughs> you you bruh, watch. Uh, uh, he gonna bring him in as a special advisor. Meek Mill gonna be over there. Yeah. The Patriots. Uh, but look. This makes sense to me, right? <clears throat> and more coaches should do this because that's what we look at in that type of career trajectory where it's like, all right, boom, you're a coordinator. Your team is winning. Your team is hot. And, you know, your unit played well, so you're next up, and now you become head coach. And we got to get out of that. Head coaches are CEOs. You're not only leading your team, and you're speaking in the locker room, but you're speaking to everyone in the building. And it's less about X's and O's and more about leadership. And can you get people to follow? But what we do, and this is why people make uh, terrible mistakes, and this is why uh, Robert Kraft may be on to something. And Robert Kraft, he's savvy in business outside of just the football team, and there's some owners just football. 
this dude is successful. What? What? He know people. That's and true. so you bring in a guy like this. This is a guy that can lead. People will follow. Can he manage? He probably can manage. Now, who's your offensive coordinator? Who's your defensive coordinator? And so more people, more owners need to take this approach. I'm tired of seeing just offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators uh, getting these jobs. And it's like, no, you're a genius. You're brilliant at being a defensive coordinator. That's what you do. Stay right there. Yeah. You have no, you have no, you should not be in front of the room leading all these alpha males. Like you shouldn't be doing. What was what was Antonio Pierce's uh, position uh, before he got the interim coach? Antonio Pierce. Let's look at it. Las Vegas. By the way, I have an update Raiders. here from Brian. He uh, said. So Gerard as a player, let me I mean, answer this question. Go ahead. Get go there. Ahead. So, same route. Well, not the same route, but. Las Vegas Raiders, 2022, 2023. Josh McDaniels hires him, put him on his staff. He becomes interim head coach. What was his title before this? And I don't know if they've made the announcement yet, but I'm sure they will here soon. It says as him staying as the head coach. There you go. Hey, can I can I take them on the journey, Andrew? Like, I got no, you, go I ahead. got you. No, Sorry, right. fact it's the li- No, no, I'm messing with you. Linebackers <laughs> coach. He was a linebackers coach. Okay. So, I did all that to say that he's the linebackers coach. You see the trend? You see the trend there? Linebackers coach. What's the trend? Coming it's up. Not, it's not the OC or the DC anymore. Yeah, they're giving these opportunities to young, wow. fresher guys, new minds. You know, the, the, the old boys club of the same carousel of the same coaches, always for the same jobs. It's always the same coaches that you hear. You wanted something. It's like you a know, rotating so line. So now it's like, okay, we are new blood. And like you said, down in Houston, look what's going on. That's success. That's 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 considered a success. They can lose right now next week, and that season was a success. They, Major. You know what I mean? So it's good. And it just shows that, yeah, these coaches and some of these former players and stuff like that, they can come in, they can come in here and do the job and get it done. Yeah fast you you're 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 on to something here and and as we know the nfl is a copycat league and it's really trendy in all areas right and so there's a lot of studies a lot of people paying attention to certain things and i could see um a memo being passed around it's like guys y'all are this trend is a bad trend to follow right right when you think about head coaches Hey, coaches need to be phenomenal leaders, world-class leaders, if they're going to be a good one. And when you look at some of our best leaders in football, what position do they play? Linebacker. Ray Lewis's other linebacker. So, I, 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 Right. So I could see, <laughs> Quarterback on the defense. you know, this being a thing. D'Amico Ryan, Antonio right? Pierce. Natural leaders, man, natural leaders. Yeah. Gerard Mayo. Oof. I, I could probably say in the next few years, a couple um linemen being head coaches. I can see that too. Um, offensive linemen, they know everything, right? Like they know protection. Uh, they know fronts. They know defense. They they know uh, coverage. You know, they, you know Jeff Sattery got his shot. Let, let me ask you this, B. Um, you ever see a wide receiver becoming a head coach? Hell no. <laughs> a wide receiver being the head coach? What kind of team would that be? Hell no, bro. Flying all Too over emotional. the place. 
<laughs> too emotional. Wide receivers so, were too emotional. iPads Head breaking coach, on the sideline. The only, the only, the only wide receiver that I can see getting the job done may be a Larry Fitzgerald. But Larry Fitzgerald so focused on business and other things. I that's not even probably a conversation for him. But you know that dude's hand stays steady all the time. You know he's super politician. Um, I can see someone like that, but no. Nah, it's interesting, like yeah, even a defensive back. I, there's some defensive backs I can I can I can say they get it. You know, like some of the best defensive backs are dudes that, you know, they just they're quiet. They're in their head. You know what I mean? You definitely got the ones that just talk all damn day. But there's some good defensive backs that are just smooth and, you know, you know less emotional. But wide receivers, nah, bro. That'd be crazy. Everybody get fired after one play. <laughs> Bad play, everybody fired. Give me the scab team. <laughs> uh, well, do you guys uh, want to get into a game we're calling the NFL Elite Eight? The NFL Elite Eight. BC, I don't know. You want to sign up for this or what? I mean. Well, let me explain the rules first. That, let course. me explain the Let's rules. Let's go. All right. <laughs> So the game is where the answer to each question is one of the elite eight QBs left in the NFL playoffs. That that would be a list including Lamar Jackson, C.J. Stroud, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Jared Goff, and Baker Mayfield. Um, just so you guys know, I'm going to write down the names that you put in there, B, but I'm going to ask you a series of eight questions, and out of those eight QBs, you have to kind of like connect the lines. Cool. All right. This is like the. Right. Uh, okay, I see what. You, uh, okay, I got you. See, Let's I'm, go. I'm in. BC, I'm gonna write I'm them in, down. I'm gonna write them down. All right. You in BC? Yeah. I don't understand right, the rules, but let's go. I got you. I write both of them down. Don't worry. What All right. So first blinker? question. You ain't listen to the direction. It was clear. BC, Who, talk, BC? We ain't understand the rules. They ain't understand the rules. All right. Go ahead. I'll pick it up. <laughs> you only have eight slots to fill, eight quarterbacks, and eight questions. All right. All right. So you can only pick them once. You only can pick them once. So first question goes, which QB has the most to gain this weekend? Listen, that that's an easy answer, BC. You can say all eight of these quarterbacks have the most to gain this weekend. Um, you know, we're talking about winning a big-time game uh, postseason. That just buys you more time. That gives you even a bigger bag. But we got to pick one. So I'm going with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is going to be a two-term uh, NFL MVP uh, recipient. That's happening. NFL honors. You can book it. Um, and and just imagine him having, you know, this type of start to his career as an individual. But then you putting uh, you put the Lombardi Trophy next to those two. He's solidified. He's goaded. He's goaded, and it's how he's doing. And it, and it's not just, you know, him getting it done and being a special talent and then also winning the Super Bowl, but it's how he did it. Man, that man was in the green room with his mom. We had the cameras on him. Pick after pick after pick go by. It's uncomfortable. And his mom's sitting there, and they got to act like everything's cool, and they smiling. Team's asking him to switch his position. Team saying, oh, uh, he needs representation. No, his motherfucking mom is representing him. She's more than capable, Miss Felicia Jackson is. And the same thing when he's trying to get this big bag and he goes and get the, the richest deal in NFL history until the next two quarterbacks came over top. 
So it's Lamar Jackson. It's not just because of his play. It's because it's how he's doing it. Like, just like what Hove said, when I step in, when I come in the room, I come as myself and I ain't switching. So the answer is Lamar Jackson. Sorry, uh, BC. Went on a little bit of a rant. It's all good. I think the most to gain this weekend is, ah, man, it's a toss up between Stroud and Love. But I'm going to go with, love because mm. he has the most respect to gain this weekend if he can go in there get it done against the 49ers he is now respected and mm. now <laughs> <laughs> you know that, now now they that looking, boy going there beat the 49ers yo they looking tough. at they looking at jordan love a lot differently now, now you got to say his name. You know what I mean? You got to say, put a little yeah, bass guy. in your voice when you're saying that Jordan Love. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think he has I the most, I think he has probably the most to gain as far as like for this weekend. Just right, to, right. Okay. You know, so I, I like, I like what you did there. Yeah. I like both answers there and both ex explanations, but I do have to actually correct myself, fellas. So I'm being told that you can actually uh, duplicate names if need be, but I'm still going to write them down, okay? Okay, okay, cool. Thank right, you. next question. You're, Which you're, hey, listen, What's man up? of integrity. You're a stand-up guy. I love I'll that, Andrew. That. Thank you. Nah, thank my parents, man. Appreciate them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So which QB has the most to lose this weekend? So we just talked about who has the most to gain, but who has the most to lose? The most to lose here, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff, Jordan Love, Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes. He might already be solidified, goaded. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. We can double up if we want. C.J. Stroud. I'm going to go with Josh Allen here. Um, Josh Allen has the opportunity right now where we stand to shut up everybody. You know, um, first half of the season, a lot of debate. Why Why isn't Josh Allen being critiqued like Lamar Jackson and the Dak Prescotts? Racial tension getting a little, little, little louder, right? You know, every time we talk about the quarterback position, how we talk about the black quarterback, white quarterback. Hey, listen, it's radio. Everybody listen. Don't get mad at me, but that's just what, what the conversation was. It was. You know, throwing all these picks. He's still throwing a lot of picks, but they may be the hottest team in football right now. Yeah. And so for Josh Allen uh, to change the narrative in one season, and, and and look, we talk about, you know, the 49ers and the Ravens and the Super Bowl, but hell, it ain't going to be easy for Lamar. It ain't going to be easy for them boys that they play against, you know, I'm talking about with the, with, with the Bills. And so if he's able to win this game and maybe back into the Super Bowl, Oh man, the the narrative changes quickly around uh, Josh Allen. So I think he has the most to lose because if he loses, now we're talking about is this coach should he still be there? Because they went through a lot this year. Stephon Diggs, what's happening with him? It's going to be a lot of a lot a lot of talk and a lot of changes in Buffalo. Mm. I hear that. I'm gonna go with Lamar Jackson. Mm. has a lot to lose this weekend 
just because of the expectations that everybody has already set, Mr. MVP, this is Baltimore's year. A lot of people want to see Lamar Jackson win this thing. You know what I mean? So for him, he has to keep it going. If you lose this weekend, you're going to disappoint a lot of people. People going to be looking. They're going to be like, damn, we thought this was his. You know, we thought this was your time, MVP season. The Ravens look unbeatable. And then, you, God forbid, he goes out here and they stink it up against uh, 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 Stroud and them boys. Hey, I got my hand raised, Andrew. Um, uh, yes. Can you call on me? Mr. Marshall, you can go ahead. Okay. Can I switch my answer to BC's answer? <laughs> That's the right answer. I, I actually was <laughs> like hoping really he would. Is, like, <laughs> That really is. Well, the you right said Josh answer. Allen. Like, that blew me, man. Well, because you know, I'm I'm more of a positive guy, positive outlook, right? So it's like I'll take the upside than the downside, right? But when you think about it that way, I could have said both. I could have said he has the most to gain and the most to lose because, yeah. bro, like, can you imagine? Like, that's such a waste. It's like you do all of this all year, and then y'all get bounced in the, in y'all first game in the postseason. To CJ Stroud and them boys. With no highlights. Exactly. Remember, no highlights. So rookie, rookie, and quarterback. rookie head coach. So yeah. imagine that the 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 the, the narrative now. Because you know, that's that was the that's kind of still is the narrative. Like, I mean, he's only won one playoff game. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Can he get it done? Yeah. Now we we talking about him with the Dax. Nah, 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 he, nah, need, nah. he needs to separate. Easy, easy, yeah, he need to easy. Separate. He need to separate from the Dax. <laughs> put Lamar in the Dax category. Yeah, he need to. <laughs> he got to move away from the Dax. You know what I mean? <laughs> Closer to the Toms and away from the Dax. Yeah, you got to elevate. You don't want to be in that pack. That you don't want to be in the pack with the Dax. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, BC got all the one liners. BC, we need to. Listen, Serious XM Faction Talk, Channel 103, BC, B. Marshall, and also Andrew. Woo-hoo. Uh, well, look, we, we, we shot this at a special time. Maybe we need to stay at this special time because BC on one right now. For real. Oh, <laughs> like my that. God. But <laughs> let's, let's actually keep it moving, fellas. So, okay. like, put your heads into the QB's mindset. You think in offense, but you also think in defense, right? So, like, think from the defensive perspective, which QB is actually under the most pressure this weekend? Okay. so I mean, these the are eight elite pressure. QBs. So I feel like it's going to come down to that defense. I'm going to take my time with this one. Hold on one second. I want to make sure I'm clear. This is, this is a really – I like this one. It's, it's, it's engaging. It's really intriguing. Um. Ask that question again. Let me make sure. This was a, that was a that was a good question. Well, I'll ask in the way that it was as as if you're the QB, right? You these are eight elite QBs, so we know they're mm -hmm. all good. So, who do you think is under the most pressure this weekend? And I actually asked you to give me from the defensive perspective. So, think about the teams that they're facing. Like right now, well, you can say Nick Bosa and the Forty ers They're going to give a lot of trouble to Houston, right? No, sorry, Green well, Bay. No, the Green Bay. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. So you have the Texans versus the Ravens. So CJ Stroud at defense. Uh Bucks. Chiefs Bills. Can I get my answer. Go ahead. 
Um, under the most pressure, I would have to say Patrick Mahomes. No, the defense. Yeah, I say the defense. Who's what defense is under the most pressure? Oh, I thought it was what the, the defense is under the most. No, pressure no, no, it's what QB is under the most pressure. Oh, but I'm asking oh you from goodness. the perspective of like the defense. See, that's when you throw me. When you then you say the quarterback, and then you say from a perspective of defense, like, come on, I, you're losing me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna just ask you the way it was written then. Thank you. <laughs> All right, which QB is under the most pressure this weekend? There we go. You want to go first, BC? Yeah, yeah, I'll just go into my answer. The <laughs> most pressure, I think, is Patrick Mahomes because, again, we're trying to get the – you want to get there where everybody's waiting for Kansas City to turn it on, and now you got the rematch. You got Josh Allen. Can you get it done? Can Kansas City turn it on and, 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 get, it, and get back to the Super Bowl? All the mishaps this season – like, I think he's under the most pressure because he needs to, like, prove. I mean, he don't really got to prove that much other than, you know, he wants to get more rings. But I think he definitely is under the most pressure out of all the quarterbacks just to at least get past Josh. They got to go on the road. So now he has to show that they can go take the show on the road and beat Buffalo up there against a hot Josh Allen Buffalo Bills. So I think he's under the most pressure to go in there and get it done. Wow, that's interesting. Uh, C.J. Stroud and the Texans, no pressure, house money. Right. Worst to best, you know what I mean? You already won a playoff game. Man, you just out there playing free. Uh, the Packers, Jordan Love, who would have thought they would be in this position, playing extremely well. You go to Dallas and you beat the Dallas Cowboys the way you beat the Dallas Cowboys, another team playing with house money. Brock Purdy, I don't feel like Brock Purdy – is under a lot of pressure. He just can't F it up. Like, you, you're surrounded by goons. So, like, just do your part and don't mess it up. But he's definitely capable of being a game changer and making his plays. I, I like Brock Purdy. Uh, same thing with Baker Mayfield. Um, I think he has a lot to gain, but I don't think he has a lot to lose. You know, you guys win a division and you win your, 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 your first playoff game as the starting quarterback for the Buccaneers. You have a game that no quarterback has ever had in franchise history. So what is it? Three, four touchdowns, over 300-something yards. Like, you already won. You beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, I know they were struggling, but that was a big-time win. Uh, Jared Goff, um, I don't think there's a lot of pressure there. Um, Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, we're not expecting you to win the Super Bowl. Not a lot of pressure there. Josh Allen, there's some pressure there, and there's also some pressure with Lamar Jackson. So my answer is going to be Lamar Jackson uh, in the Baltimore Ravens. Like Lamar Jackson has the most pressure because of what you said, BC. See how he came back around? Mm -hmm. Who has the most to lose? Mm -hmm. Think about the year he had and everything we're talking about. You go out there and you don't have a big game or a good game yeah. and win. Yeah, that's that's that. Yeah, you got to get it done. This is a this is a legacy building moment for some of these guys. And at the top of that list is Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, so sure. most pressure there. But people like this don't feel pressure, though. That's what we got to understand. I mean, you feel the pressure. Let, let me not say that. You feel it, but you don't You don't succumb to it. Succumb to it. Did I say that right, Andrew? Succumb? Yeah, succumb to it. Is it succumb? Dak did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this, B. seems like you're going, you're putting everything on Lamar Jackson right now. So far. Uh, Dak um, did. <laughs> you silly, bro. 
<laughs> so what y'all think? Which QB gonna put up the best stats this weekend? The best stats. Man, can we see another shootout? I would love to see that game again. The Chiefs, uh, Josh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Unbelievable. Um, man, best stats. I think it's going to be uh, either C.J. Stroud or Lamar Jackson. C.J. Stroud is him, man. This dude, whew. Think C.J. going to have a big game. I think Lamar is going to have a big game. And the reason why I say Lamar is because Lamar can have one of those days where he had 225 yards passing, but 125 on the ground and four total tubs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. you got to look at it, you know, on both sides now. So I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. That, no, I'm not going to say Lamar Jackson. You're right. I'm saying Lamar too too much. Golly. Yeah, that will be your fourth Lamar Jackson in a row. Josh Allen, man. There's something special happening in Buffalo, man. Josh Allen. Okay. That DC. look, I still don't love the look. You know, I, I, if y'all y'all who've been listening to us for a minute now know I be talking about this look with some of these quarterbacks. Oh, that. And they make this mistakes like, dog, what you looking at, bro? <laughs> Get your mind right. That stare off into the distance. <laughs> yeah, he still be looking a little weird. He's trying to fix it. He's trying to fix it. Maybe it's just him. Where the kid from? Wyoming or something? Can we see where? Maybe it's just him, just awkward. But I'm gonna say Josh Allen. Um, yeah, he, he from California. He went to school in Wyoming. Oh, okay. Well, he from a small town, town in Cali. He from Fire a farm ball. in Cali. When you from a farm in Cali, that's even weirder. Like when you think about Cali, you think about Cali. Yeah. You think about no damn. Farmland or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> you see, look, you're really thinking on this one. What's yeah, up? I was really trying to contemplate, you know, who's going to have the best stats. I think. Um, no love for golf? Golf? Nah. Yeah, he's a guy. He's going to be a. He's, he's, he's gonna like be, the least called out right now. He's going to be a guy. <laughs> he's a guy. He's going to be a guy. Um, I'm leaning towards like a. Jordan Love or yeah I think surprisingly Jordan Love might have the best stats this weekend even though they still gonna lose against the 49ers yeah you bro. sure you ain't getting like Cowboys memory yeah yeah you tripping, tripping there you you tripping there bro you okay. tripping there but okay you was on to something Andrew Andrew was trying to push us to the right answer so I would like to uh take my answer back and oh, input. you want to change your answer? Yeah, I want to do Jared Goff because <laughs> here's the situation. All right, Todd Bowles was my coordinator when I was with the Dolphins, my head coach with the Jets. So I really know this defense. Everybody knows his defense. He's a legendary uh, defense of mine. And so um, love the blitz, and they play a lot of one, play a lot of palms coverage as well. And when you're watching um, this last game in Tampa against the Eagles, I was sitting there, and I was like, I, I I was like lost for words that Jalen Hurts and those guys couldn't take advantage of the one on one matchups. It was simple football. It was like mano y mano, and I and I started to think like, is it because of the finger? Just last week, it was dislocated on his throwing hand. So I was like, is that the reason? 
then I start thinking about the narrative out there, like, damn, he really ain't that guy, right? And so when you think about Jared Goff, like Jared Goff is kind of sophisticated a little bit. And I can see him with those weapons taking advantage of a Todd Bowles defense, a lot of one-on-one. Mm. Like I think, but but you got to watch Todd Bowles because he'll play a game like this where he'll blitz and they'll play one-on-one, then he'll just start dropping guys in coverage, right? I can see that happening. Um, but you got to be careful, man, because the Bucks, man, there's like, it's boom or bust with that D at times. Like quarterbacks can come in and have 400 yards on this, on this, on this D. And then it, the next week, it's like they can't even move the ball. Watch out for Jared Goff. So I changed my air to, my answer to Jared Goff. All right. Are you staying with Jordan Love? Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Well, no, I'm not. Oh, I'm, my not I'm not. You're right. You're right. No, 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 no. You're right. The, against San Francisco, golf. I just don't see golf really doing. I don't know, man. I don't. You folded under pressure, BC. Just yeah. say you folded under pressure, throwing that answer out there. Yeah. Oh, I got to pick a quarterback. I'm trying to be unique, do something different. Let me go, Jared. <laughs> nah, Goff. I really think because Jordan Love, because Jordan Love, I'm, th- I'm thinking about the them sidearm throws he's throwing. Like he's getting out. Like he's he's making he's making little he's making plays. But yeah, you're right. I didn't think about it. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah. He's, not, he's not doing that's that barbershop talk right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's yeah. what I was trying to ask y'all from that defensive mindset, man. Because you you great QB already. You got to think about the defense that you playing. But let's move on. So let's go from best. Let's do a little A B from best to worst. From best to worst. So which QB puts up the worst stats this weekend? Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield takes a step back. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. I, I think that's a fair answer. Yeah. But if he doesn't, <laughs> oh my goodness. It's going to be dynamo. trouble. Trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Baker been waiting for these moments, boy. He's trying to silence all the critics. That's what you want as a player, man. Like, you know, when the world talking about you, you know, all that bulletin board material just sitting there and you collecting it yeah he said that she said that oh ooh. baker mayfield just been waiting for this moment but man i, I just can't see baker mayfield going back to back i, mean, like, I like that. what brian I, I like what brian said jordan love might be the you know if san francisco get out there bosa they get out there and get after it he might he might have the worst statistical weekend so you saying you saying jordan love I was about to so give, I was about to give him the, the best, best, right? I was about to stats? give him the best. I was no, yeah, I took it back. Crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I took crazy. back. What I took back the right best. <laughs> I took back the best because he's so not gonna have the best. So what was your answer for best? But you still did it though. You still did it. The, <laughs> the best I'll probably go with. I'm gonna go with. Jo- I'm gonna go with uh, 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 Josh Allen for the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under the most. I'm under the most pressure. DC fold under pressure like that. I'm under the most. I'm under the most pressure to make a decision. Damn it! <laughs> Fourth quarter. <laughs> this game is coming to an end. DC folded. You know, as, you know, BC's comparison, like as far as NFL quarterbacks, would be who uh, Andrew. <laughs> Danny Dimes. <laughs> Danny Dimes, the way he fumbling. 
Danny Dimes. <laughs> nah. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. D. Tyrod Taylor. I'm Russ, bro. man. I'm Russell Wilson, man. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's go. <laughs> what All is right, Russ so going to do this year? Interesting. But let's stay on. Let's stay on task. Let me ask you guys the next one. Uh, which QB do you trust the most this weekend? Ooh. Trust. Man, trust. the quarterback that I trust the most this weekend, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I don't even know if I've, I've, I've mentioned Patrick Mahomes yet. Uh, uh, no. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, he's been here. This is nothing. Yeah. And he, for real, for real, he's playing with house money. I don't know why, BC, earlier you said, did you say he has, did you mention, did you mention Patrick Mahomes earlier? Yes, BC did. He said, which QB is under the most pressure this weekend? And BC why? said Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, why? Why is Patrick Mahomes under any pressure? Because like it, he's they, playing. They, they, I mean, we didn't if, expect them that. We didn't ex- like, okay, they win in division, terrible division. Okay. Because they could be Look playing how they, at home. And instead, they're going on the road to have to play a hot Buffalo Bills squad, Josh Allen and those guys. So that's why I think he's under the most pressure because not because he's like, not because he he has any doubts in what he can do. He's just under the most pressure because they're used to playing at home in this situation. Now they have to actually go on the road and, you know, Mm. he has to show that he can, not show that he can do it. We know he can do it. But he has to actually go out there and I execute see. against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo, and they're hot right now. So it's like, you yeah. know, I see, I see, back, I see. Back I cold, cold that. games. I, I understand, I understand that, but I just see it totally different. It's just like it's, you know, when you're playing with house money, you know, you play free, and it's like, well, if we lose after the game, everybody's gonna be saying, well, we, we, this is who we know the Chiefs to be this year. They're that good, right? This is what we expected. So. I mean, I just see it a little differently, but I can understand why you said that. Like, we'll be disappointed if they lose, right? <laughs> like, I, I would. I'd st- I still want to see KC there at the end, you know, at least in the AFC Championship game, you know, against the Ravens. You want to see Taylor Swift. You don't want to see KC. Man. BC, you know, BC in the music. He just want to see Taylor Swift. I don't want to see Taylor. See, see them you 18 know, shots of Taylor during bro, the what's your favorite? Game? What's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Shake it off. Shake it off. I actually like the uh the rendition, the actually, redo that Brandon did a couple months actually, ago. Actually, I like Lavender Haze off the <laughs> off her last little album there. Lavender Haze was dope. Yeah. I know. You see what I'm saying? BC really know. He's really he know music, but he really a Taylor Swift fan. I don't know nothing. Nah, I'm, not I'm not a Swifty. I'm not a Swifty. I just am informed. <laughs> Is she a great artist? Yes or no? Super. Yeah, she's great. She's a, she's a or great she's artist. just a great business she's, nah, nah, she's a great artist. She's a great singer. She's a writer. She writes all her own shit. She can sing. Nah, she's... Yeah, she's a great nah, artist. She's for real. She's the I've real deal. Stuff. All right. Make sure we clip that out because I don't want the Swifties coming at me. Like, why are you, why are you, why are you coming at Taylor Swift like that? I don't need no problems. Oh, yeah. I don't want the Swifties coming at my head. BC, what was your answer? Which QB do you trust the most this weekend? Um, I was a toss up between Mahomes and Purdy, but I think I trust Purdy to go in there and not fuck it up, like B said earlier. Like he just got to not fuck it up. So I trust him to go in there and not fuck it up. I feel you on that. What about which QB do you do you trust the least this weekend? 
Man, Baker Mayfield. I, mean, I can easily go with uh, Baker Mayfield because he hasn't been in his position. I mean, there's a few quarterbacks that haven't been in his position. Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, <clears throat> you know, but those guys are, you know, C.J. Stroud first year, you know, as the guy, you know, this is the year he's had. It's been up and down, but he's here. Uh, C.J. Stroud, he's here. He's him. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield is a guy that uh, I would say I, I at least trust the most. You know, uh, he could potentially keep this hot hand, but I need to see it. Can't so you think Baker it. is your, your least trusted? That's right. Baker right. Mayfield. See? Yeah, yeah, I don't trust Baker. Um, yeah, I think Stroud is going to – I trust Stroud more than I do Baker, so yeah. Okay, okay. And then final question here, guys. Which QB is the most important to their team this weekend? Let's let's consider running backs. Brock Purdy. <clears throat> Brock Purdy is the most important. Let's re- remember what happened when Brock Purdy went down last year, right? Oh, yeah. It was his uh, arm, his hand, or something like that, and it was a totally different team. So, yeah, we talk about, and I mentioned it earlier in this game, um, where it's like he doesn't have that pressure because he has all these goons around him. But, you know, let's not disrespect Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy can just turn around just and not look too far and say, remember what happened when I when I, when I I went down? So um, I'm going to go with Brock Purdy here. He got the goons around him, but it's a totally different team when, when he's under center. Mm. Um... Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He's the most important to his squad. The Ravens. Josh Allen, probably the most dynamic. Because, uh, you know, something happens to Lamar Jackson, hang it up. I mean, any of these QBs, they go down, you could pretty much hang it up for this squad. But, again, with all the expectations for the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson, yeah, he goes down, anything happens to him, I think the whole team morale, like who who are they going to then rally around? Well, let me actually throw this angle at you guys. Brian, our producer, actually threw this out. He thinks Stroud because he says he's the most important, and if he's not there, the Texans mm. will lose by 60. <laughs> Facts. And if you want to look at it point. that way, for sure. But the, you know what? That's a really good answer. But the, the reality is all these quarterbacks. Last week I was on this uh, – Recap call, NFL recap calls like Troy Vincent, some people from the league office, and a bunch of legends. And they was going over like all the things that, you know, they were looking at changing or some of the things that they're studying, right? And so um, a lot of this, you know, you have all these legends on like defensive guys on this call as well. You hear like, man, y'all just trying to make this game all about the offense, 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 offense. And, and, but the reality is, it's like in these quarterbacks, it's like it. the game is built right now to protect these quarterbacks because if these quarterbacks go down, any of these quarterbacks go down, all these teams are going to lose. All of them. Mm-hmm. So they're all important, man. Like the quarterback position, I say, is the most important position in all the sports because that one guy determines a lot. Love the way you put that, especially coming out of the Elite Eight. But um, 
let's actually get into some culture tap some culture talk sorry about that guys let's talk outside the lines and get some culture and go up to colorado Deion sanders and his two sons shador and shiloh walked in the louis vuitton men's fall winter 2024 fashion show recently we've seen the crossover of sports and fashion start to ramp up over the last few years so what do you think about this mix of athletes and fashion brandon especially at that age Yo, there's a lot here. You know, when I saw this, the the first thing I saw Shador, uh, I saw Shador in Paris, and I'm like, Yo, there's NFL cats that haven't been to Paris, but they've been in the league for ten years, and so I'm like, I'm over there in college in Paris, and I didn't know why he was over there initially. Then the you know the the you know the content coming out the, the following day he and his brother was walking in the show and so i just think about that first it's like how things are changing you know and neil has a lot to do with that guy's making so much money he he probably brought in six seven million this year himself and so i, I looked at it from that perspective um but then i also looked at it you know um you know, again, from just like what Prime has created, you know, he is a spitting image. And I both was there, Shallow and Shador. But, you know, Shador is like a, he's all of Prime, man. Showman, you know, a character. He knows how to brand himself. And all of it is just authentic. Like he's just being himself. Right. And so, you know, that was a cool moment to see uh, Shador and Shallow walk. And that big of a show, uh, obviously, Pharrell is now the creative director of uh, Louis Vuitton. And uh, he's bringing the culture there. And when you think about the culture from the ground up, you know, like Shador is leading that charge. You know, this is a special moment for them. It's a special moment in culture when you see when you see it with Pharrell's doing, how he's bringing others uh, along with him. So super dope moment, BC, for me, watching them boys, uh, yeah, I thought that you know, walk the... Yep. Yeah, I thought it was dope. The 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 collection, I thought it was fire. Um, itself, like the clothes, you know what I mean? Like uh, just everything that they were showcasing on that uh on the runway was was dope. I think it's good for for Shador Shiloh, like as far as like young athletes in the game right now being able to like step out and do stuff like 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 you said there's probably a lot of athletes who still haven't even gone to paris or even had exposure to that type of thing so you know for pharrell to reach out i mean obviously you know they're big names shador probably a little bit more but you know they're they're big names but he's probably looking at it like these are the leaders of the new school of of, of, of athlete you know what i mean like these are gonna be the the young kid and they're not even in the pros yet you know what I mean? So yeah, big fan. I think I think that was I, I think that was real dope of um of you know Pharrell um, and dope of whoever is representing them, <laughs> their representation that was out there to go you know what I mean? Go get that and and, and nail that down for them, of course. So, right. You know what I mean? So and then you know let's not forget too, man. Pusha T was doing his thing out there. <laughs> this trip? Years ago, you talking about this ago. trip? Yeah, and and that same. And that same um oh was he fashion show the same fashion show Pusha T was on there too with that with the whole thing oh I didn't even see that but that's the coolest thing about uh, what Pharrell's doing 
So yeah, we're talking about Shador and Shallow, but uh, to see everybody show up, and we saw the campaign the beginning of uh, basketball season with LeBron and Louis Vuitton. But it's like he's really like we wasn't on Louis Vuitton like that. Nobody was, nobody was wearing Louis like that. You know, like obviously you go get your staples and you might pick something up here and there, but Pharrell, Pharrell, damn near D'Amico Ryan's. D'Amico Ryan's go get the the worst team, and, and within a couple of months, boom, they go from well, worst to best. It was, I mean, and then Pharrell go get the 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 one fashion house that ain't really making no noise in a minute. Now, what you going to talk to me about, Virgil? Is that what you're about to say? Virgil did have it. Virgil had it. You know, he was doing his thing with it. And then that, there was that little lull in between. But, you know, I don't want to, like, say, like, Virgil was doing his thing with that. You know what I mean? Virgil. And, and Pharrell, sure. you know, truth be told, that's another. You know, Pharrell's kind of there because Virgil ain't there. You know what I mean? So. Right, 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 you know, right, right. But I feel you. On that. I, feel you. I, 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 nah, for real. Pharrell, Pharrell did take it up a notch and make it a little bit more relevant because people were kind of like shying away and not really rocking with LV that much when Virgil was doing it, but he was bringing, he was at least like still keeping the eyes and keeping it like relevant and dope and all of that. And then there was that little, you know, in between where they didn't have anybody. I, I, I think the coolest thing that Pharrell's doing is bringing in all the elements, bro. Like, um, yeah, I forget the name of the bridge, but it's like the Love Bridge in Paris. So his first show, how they took that over and he brought out, you know, all the big names and everybody showed up. That was legendary. Had a, a choir out, right? And I and that's what I love uh about, you know, his movement right now is how he's showing up in every single area. Mm -hmm. Um, he's really putting pressure on everybody. So like the whole rodeo aesthetic right. for this was dope you know what i mean that whole cowboy cross hip-hop with the cowboy with the luxury bro the tims the tims the, Timbal collab. the, the louis tims is looking crazy oh my gosh bro. oh my gosh <laughs> that's a guy from brooklyn <laughs> yeah them tims the louis tims look crazy bro that's a whole nother conversation. Let's not even get off. Uh, <laughs> nah, let, let, you know, it's a little moving. bit out of my tax moving. bracket and all that, but you know what I'm saying? Them things look crazy. You can still admire BC? Yeah. My, <laughs> I had to bootleg those. So, <laughs> I'm to hit up my guy. <laughs> so before we come to an end on the show, guys, I did want to touch the, the topic of King Henry here. So we know Henry is actually done in Tennessee, but during this past season, the King said there was a point where he thought he was actually going to be moving on to a different team. Take a listen. Did you think you were going to? Because you were obviously in a lot of speculation, I'll say. I don't know how, how many conversations were taking place. Well, I felt like it was, it, it was close. It was close. For real? Like was, yeah. You know something? It was close. It was close, boys. It was, it was close. To who? Um, it, it, it was in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was uh, I know uh, two for sure. It was, I mean, I, I, I don't know the the other one. I, I don't know if that would have happened, but one of them, were, I felt like it was, it was, it was pretty close. What makes you a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot went down with, between you know that little saga with with, with the trade and all that stuff. So let me ask you guys: which team actually messed up the most by not going after Henry? Feels similar to Lamar last year, right? Yep. The Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones went and had a 
wouldn't be, you know, getting the AI put on him right now. Because I thought it was for real. I thought he was really crying. I was like, damn. I actually felt bad. I was like, yo. You know, that's our elder. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I thought that grown-ass <laughs> man was out there crying in the interview. Yeah. Was just real. holding it down in the interview while crying, hey, just listen. sobbing. Listen, Jerry Jones real. wouldn't be crying if he made the move and got, got, got went and got him. Like, the dude, he still went over 1,000 yards. Like, come on, man. Not only, not, not like, forget the production, but what that would have did to your locker room. You know what I mean? And the guys, like, when, when you're in the locker room, man, and, and a team make a move like that, go bring in another legend like that, you know, the legends is like, yo, that's, you know, that get them more juice. And then everybody else is like, oh, I see what we on. So I think that was a huge miss. Uh, for the Dallas Cowboys not to go get King Henry when he was available. Huge miss. Because, come on, you keep saying you want to win a Super Bowl, bro. Like, go for it. Stop trying to be so traditional and we're going to build from within and we're going to develop. That shit is not working. <laughs> the Rams, bro, they they played money ball to go get it done. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Bucks went and got Tom Brady. They made a huge move. Like, y'all got to make a move. So that's my answer. What do you think, BC? I actually got the same answer. I think the Cowboys missed out on that big time. So let me ask you guys then, where do you think King Henry is actually going to call home in 2024? Dallas. He trains in Dallas in the offseason. It makes mm. a lot of sense to me. Maybe they can get it right this time around. I like it. You know, we got Tony Pollard there, you know, what he had, 900-something yards this year. Put him back at the two. That's what we do. All right. right? <laughs> we got, we got, we go, we go out there and try to make good dudes great. No, he's just a good guy. Like, he's good. He's good. You know what I'm saying? Keep him right there. Keep that formula. They try to make him the one, and he gave him just good. Go put King Henry in that position. Put Tony back there. Be that change the pace guy, pop guy, and you right where you need to be. All right, final question here, guys. Well, actually, I think this one's just for B. I just need you to give me the scores for the games this weekend, the four games we have this weekend. What do you think are going to be the final scores? That's crazy. You asking me for the final scores of the games this week. Texans and the Ravens. Man, bro, like, (laughs) them Ravens, bro, been blowing boys out. 49s, look what they did there. Um, So... I'm going to go with the Ravens, um, 28 to 17. I'm going to go Packers 49ers. I'm going to go 28-17. Is that that going to be the first time in, in the history of the NFL where we have the same score in the same round? Two games? 28-17, 28-17, the Buccaneers and the Lions. Twenty-four, fourteen, twenty-four, ten. Excuse me, Lions Are win. You saying- <clears throat> oh, okay, Lions. Twenty-four, okay, ten. Yep. Chiefs, Bills. Seventeen fourteen, Buffalo. 
Ooh, so under. I'm taking an under. I'm taking an under. Josh Allen. That Chiefs D. Patrick Mahomes. Ah, he just don't have the weapons. Yeah. We're going to see. I, I really should take the over, but I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to try to make some money this weekend. 17-14, Bills win it. Can, can, you, can you text me over? Can you text me over those uh, scores? Because I think I'm going to yeah, put some money you. behind my picks. <clears throat> BC, any pushback sure on my correct. picks? Anything sound ridiculous? 28. That's the same score. What did I say? 28-17. Uh, that's what I said with the Texans and the Ravens, the Packers and the 49ers. Yep. I just texted you. I actually think, I don't know. I think the 49ers, I don't think it's going to be as close. I don't think it's going to be that close. I just couldn't add. I couldn't, I, I couldn't add. Is it 31-34? How is it mathematically? How do you put it together? What <laughs> field goal there? What field goal there? I really want to say something in the 30s. I agree with you, but my math wasn't math. The math wasn't math. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a 28-10 uh, type of deal. 30, you know what I mean? 34-16 oh, shit. Something, something along those lines. Is that our show? Uh, we're coming up on two minutes. Two minute drill. Two Ooh, minutes. I like that. Throw. Let's go. Two minutes. Throw whatever you want at me. Two minute drill. Let's see. Where are you watching Second. the game this weekend? Watching the game this weekend. I'm either going to be in the mountains, uh, at the chop house with a snowboarding helmet on, or I'm going to be in New York. At Zero Bond. What album are you listening to right now? What album am I listening to right now? Not listening to an album if I had to pick an album. Just want to show love to the OG Buster Rhymes album. I think it's one of his best pieces of work. Um love how he incorporated the youth, but he still had his point of view. Super dope. Um, I'm listening to like a lot of playlists right now. I'm actually been in my feelings. Uh, the last couple of weeks, cause I've been li- listening to a lot of Rod Wave. Like I see why people mm. like Rod Wave. Oh like this, I'm, I'm on the Rod Wave wave. Rod Wave. He kind of fell you, off the you, wave you, a little bit just because of the I mean, copyright cool. stuff. But I mean, he's cool. But I, I like Rod Wave. I mean, I like Rod Wave. It's just I'm not into that emo, moody music, feeling really? sad for myself type shit. Like I, I ain't into really all that. Like so that. what you listening to right now, man, BC? 21, 21. He just dropped a new oh, project. Oh, uh, 21, 21 I just dropped? Two little and it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, he just dropped something. It's real, it's real good. It's hard. What? Well, yeah, I heard, I heard. I, I gotta heard, go like, check that two. out. So I, so I need to listen to the album, BC? Yeah, definitely. Give, right. that, a, give that a spin. Well, guys, it looks spin. like we are good here. We have a great show. Uh, we had a great week, actually. We had Bailey Jackson on. We had Travis Daniels. We had B-Flow as usual. Um, but that'll be it for us here. For myself, Andrew Woohoo, Brandon Marshall, <laughs> and Mr. BC, Don't Trust Dallas, this has been Paper Route. Peace. <laughs>